Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, everybody, here we are. I'm Scott Patterson, and this is the I Am All In podcast with iHeartRadio and 111 Productions. I am joined. By the crew, Amy Sugarman, Danielle Romo, Riley Pelusis. Hello, welcome back, everybody. I cannot wait to hear what you think of a tisket a tasket. I can't wait either because I'm. St- it's still, you know, the thoughts are bouncing back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I I enjoyed and is it. This, is, 
Is this the first time you've actually seen a Tisket Atasket? Yes, it is the first oh time. Oh my God. And it, 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 it's, it's, it's quite shocking to see the work. It, it really is and how it comes out. And I just, I was, you know, I don't want to go into it again because I, I've belabored this point. Um, but it, it, it is uh, quite um, a light show. It's very light and airy. And I didn't find that it was, uh, I, I think it really captured the essence of what Gilmore Girls is and why people like it so much. Yeah. And love it. I think that show in, it embodies all of the qualities, all of the best qualities of the show and what it, what, what it can bring to bear on a viewing public. And it's just this sort of lightness and this, this yeah. joyfulness and this, and it was a, I love these episodes where the, all the, the entire town's involved and you've got, and you're tolerating Taylor, but Taylor's in his element as a game show host. And he's up there with a gavel and just, he's in his element and everybody's loving it. And it's just a good time. And it's a great thing to bring a community together. And I think that's just such a positive, um, you know, and we'll get into it, but I just, I just, I was quite delighted by uh, pretty much the entire thing. I, I didn't really have any uh, uh, bad moments. I mean, you know, Dean got a little, they're destroying Dean's character for a yes, reason. Yes, yes, and exactly. I see that quite clearly in the writer's room. It's like, listen, what are we going to do to make this kid look like a real schmuck? And and it's yeah. like, and it's, <laughs> I mean, talk about not playing it cool. And as a cautionary right. tale to all you young guys out there that are, are involved in some sort of a love triangle, don't act like Dean. Don't go to the mother and whine. Do not right. do that because then it'll set you up to be ridiculous in mother-daughter conversations later. It's it like, is well, intentional, yes, yeah. that the writers are doing something because they're sure making us like Jess. Yes. And I still love Dean, but he is getting a tad, I don't want to say annoying. He's just sort of not the man right now no he's six foot five or six foot four right and what is he he's going crazy i mean over this guy who's you know half he's a, an entire head shorter there's nothing to fear why is he so becoming so unhinged well because he's 17 and right. that's what 17 year olds do i guess but uh you know it's 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 not it's not what playing cool is all about. So Jess is the one that's playing cool. Although I thought when Jess came back the second time in the grocery store, said, Hey, two for one sale to get another, uh, what was he getting? What was he buying in the store? Super glue, super glue to buy two super glues. I thought that was, I don't think they needed that. That's one. That's the only scene I would have cut. Interesting take. So uh, you thought like they did it, they did it enough. Yep. And Jess is so cool, he's yeah. not going to go back for more. Doesn't have to go back for more. I thought it weakened him. And he was so cool. And he stood there and he goes, uh, hope I'm not interrupting anything. You guys seem to be like... He <laughs> 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 was like Humphrey Bogart. I mean, he was super cool. He should have had a cigarette dangling out of his mouth and, you know... I think a, the costumer hat. nails it with yes. him. They're, they, that really is such an important aspect to him for me. Mm-hmm that makes him even that much more cool. He just looks and acts like a complete stud. And I'm just yep. falling in love with him like Rory. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's inevitable. It's just, it's just inevitable. He's so easy on the eyes. He's so cool. You know, he's such a good actor and yeah. it, he was so young and it just, and even, you know, look, I think the hard, the difficult acting assignment was with Jared. 
and you know how unhinged do I become and how dependent do I become and and he committed to it he really did so hats off to him for that and I just think I think Alexis a lot of her reactions and I love how Alexis approaches the character in her utter softness mm-hmm. with everything her relaxation and her, the softness mm-hmm. in her face and and there's never any overacting or any overcommitting. It's just sort of, you know, it's almost very cerebral, but you know that there's an emotional component to it because you feel everything that she's saying. What a great point you just made about Jared, too, because I didn't think about that till you said it, that, like, Jared should get credit for playing mm-hmm. it so well. Yes. Because he's intentionally has to play this guy that's sort of unhinged, like you're right. saying. and. And Alexis shines so much because you just love Rory right. and Jess. You're just like, this guy is just right. so effing cool. Yeah. But then, right, Jared doesn't really get credit for no. playing it so well because you're no. like, oh. He just gets the criticism, you know, from me and you, whatever. And like, oh, he's we, <laughs> right, the character's like, weakening. But, you know, he's, okay, so the question becomes as an actor, is there a way to play that without weakening your character? yet still becoming unhinged because he's directed to become unhinged. Right. It's like you have to be the complete opposite of the cool, calm, and collected, very confident Jess. So is there a world, you know, and I think that's maybe some discussions he had with the director, very gifted director. Uh, I think it was Robert Berlinger, wasn't it? Uh, uh, Did a terrific job. Uh, um, and, And, you know, can I pull back on this? Can I... Can I retain some dignity somehow? And but how do you do that when you God, go up to somebody's mother? And 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 you know, that's just a tough because Jared got the script, he read it, he goes, Oh, geez. You know, he didn't want right. to play that. That's not his choice. He didn't want to look like the weak one and the one that was losing and the whole thing. That but his job as an actor to tell that story is to become unhinged and somewhat unlikable and somewhat. What a great point yeah. you're making because it has to happen for us, right. the audience, That's to the job. fall in love with Jess. Yes. And so I never thought of it that way. Yeah. But yeah, that's such a great perspective. You have to do because, your part. right, if yeah. Dean played it too cool yeah. and was too likable, I'm going to think Jess is a jerk for stealing her away. But because of how it's going, I'm like, yeah, go eat with Jess. Go eat with him. Like, mm-hmm. you need to know what's going to happen. But, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it better? Is it more powerful? Does it make the audience participate more if Jared is cool, calm, and collected as, and as much as Jess is? How would, mm-hmm. you know, how could he have pulled that off with that dialogue and yet still been cool, calm, and collected? Could he have done it? I don't know that it was possible to do that right. with the di- given the dialogue. Especially when he went to the mother and said, you know, he had to be all freaked out. Yeah, I don't, he wasn't I don't, totally I don't think he's right. going cuckoo. But it's it's a choice you make. It's at what temperature do you come in and, man, I'm getting hot. Gosh, I told you my motor's running hot. Jesus, I'm getting hot again. Um, it's the lights. <laughs> it's the lights in my studio. You're wearing kind of like a, you well, got a different look on right now. No, well, anyway. Um, what do you got, a denim? You're doing denim on denim like, like Luke? Yeah, it's a little looky. A little loopy. No, no, I'm not. I like it. I don't have, you know, uh, you know what, whatever. Uh, uh, but, but I think Jared really had um, a tough job to do there. He did it very yeah. well. And, and those are the kinds of discussions that an actor has with a director 
like, hey, I don't really want to give in too much here. I think it's hurting the character. I don't want to take my character down this much. I don't want him to appear this ridiculous. But if he doesn't and he's cool, right? He, like Jess, then what happens to Rory's lines to the jokes uh, with Lorelai and Rory later? It's like, well, I guess you can just talk to my mother. That let that falls a little <laughs> right, flat right. if he doesn't commit and be kind of uh, wimpy. They all did it perfectly. Yeah, it's just poor, poor Dean. Right, is is kind of like right sacrificial the punishment. Lamb. Sacrificial lamb, exactly. Yeah. This is making yeah. me love Jess. I love this episode. Wait, I want to I want to hear what everybody thinks. But to me, this is the best episode so far. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, this is my favorite. So far, I think it's definitely. up there with with the other two before the the bad one and the one <laughs> the that I like so much. That I, yeah, yeah, I I think it's it's kind of up there with that because it was so spirited, community wise, you know, with Taylor running the show and being his over the top self, but and really enjoying it and really enjoying his character and you know you, the one thing you got to give it to Taylor, he's a hundred percent. Oh, yeah. You know, that guy's committed and uh, he loves that town and he loves being in that position. And I guess he's, a, he's just a natural born leader, old Taylor Dozy, isn't he? Or he's a, he's I a love everything leader. about this episode. And I'm so glad that we had Rose on because uh -huh. Rose talked about the food being a character. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that we need to start a new segment talking about the food. And it's like, whoa, did this episode hand us that on a silver platter? Like right. the food is epic right. from, from Suki's amazing basket all the way down to like the crappy basket you have to share with Lorelai with like her, like <laughs> beef jerky or whatever. Right, 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 right. right. And, and is that as a, a is, is, is that as, uh, is, is Tiska to Tiska, that is, that defines what Stars Hollow is. It's it's almost, you know, it's 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 something that any small town uh, would want to participate in. I'm sure a lot of small towns have adopted this and they do this annually in honor of the show or just because it's a good idea. And I think a lot of people around the country, hey, you know, and I don't know yeah. if so many people adopted the pajama thing, you know, the gag with the you know, where the Jackson came out with the uh, pictures of himself. Oh, and I wrestling. sure hope people did. No, I don't That know. was that, the that, best. I don't know. Do you, did you really like that? I mean, not to, we're, we're going off track here, but that, that was supposed to be a funny. I love all the quirky things of the town. That's you know the I mean? quirkiest of the quirky. Do you, I mean. It's just, it's, it's just an innocent, who, funny who thing, would right? wear pajamas with their own photo on? Silly. I, I know, but it, yeah, it's funny, I, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't be caught dead in something like that, but, you know, I don't know. Miracles can happen. Jesus, it's hot in here. Yeah, <sighs> you should just, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to strip. I'm going to take off. Sorry. First time. You want you want to see me strip, everybody? Here we go. I'm going to strip. There we go. I'm getting it off. Oh, jeez. It's just too hot. <laughs> Guys. Obviously, <sighs> Scott was hinting to something. I don't even want to tell you guys what's <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you you guys will not even believe what Scott oh, just did. My gosh. Wait a minute. I'm not finished. <laughs> that is iconic. Oh, no. I <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Scott is literally 
changing his whole outfit and you uh, need to go on our Instagram to see what has happened. Look and if you thought he was acting a little odd, you will uh, understand why, because you need an excuse to show us what he just did. These are the most comfortable pajamas <laughs> I have ever had next to all, my skin. Those are amazing. This is a wonderful addition to my- It is definitely where the, oh my God, Pajama please. wardrobe, look at that. Those are so good. If you guys want to see this visual, please go to our Instagram at I am all in podcast. This is a sight to see. Really. I truly a sight to see. Scott's like, hmm, let me randomly bring up that last episode. Oh, I just got a text from John Senna. John Senna just texted me. He goes, nice one. Now you get it. See, right? Isn't he always showing up in a superhero costume? Uh, Now this is how you do it. Huh? All right, everybody, we're going to take a break. Everybody's got a towel off. <laughs> we'll be back after these messages and give you a chance to change into your own pajamas. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry. 
as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, we're back. We're discussing Tisket a Tasket, a Tisket a Tasket. Quite a delightful episode in the uh, Gilmore repertoire. And let's get uh, Riley and Danielle's opinion on this show. What'd you gals think? Um, This was everything I wanted and more. Exactly what I needed after that downer of an episode last week. (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I will say, obviously, like the Jess thing was great. I lived for that moment. But... The one storyline of this episode that I just could not stop laughing was Suki and Jackson. I, oh my God, it was so amazing. And I love seeing that next thing in their relationship and like the miscommunication and Suki wasn't picking up the the hints of Jackson and Monty. was that intentional? I hate to interrupt you, but was she playing dumb just to toy with him? Because I think think Luke was doing the same thing with Lorelai. With that attitude. That their, was more intentional. Little, it was their little picnic lunch because his attitude yeah. really changed. Yeah. Know? I think but, Suki was clueless. Really? Totally. Be- she was. Be- really? Because he yeah. was very down at the end of their initial conversation about, you know, should I or shouldn't I right. uh, up the lease. And then he kind of slunk, skulked away. He was. And then he, he didn't buy he the basket. Down. And she didn't notice it. And Suki notices everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think she I just think, wasn't getting it. I I don't know. I I for me because I I I was asking myself how is she playing this? How is how was Melissa playing this? And I think she was playing it like okay, I know what he's up to. How could you not? Oh. And I'm going to milk this for a wedding proposal. And when she got it, because she ain't that girl that's going to move in with somebody. And not be married. She's a traditional girl. I think she's a traditional girl. I'm with you, Amy. I feel like it was just, yeah, she, I just took it as we saw it, that she Mm. wasn't getting the hints. And then all of a sudden they, he doesn't buy the basket. And then they come back together and he goes and pays Kurt $250 for this basket. (laughs) And they, and then he realizes like, wait, I don't want to just move in with her. I want to marry her. And I love the proposal. And it was so subtle and just so perfect for them. I think it's what she set him up for, but yet was still surprised when it happened. God, she'd be a genius. All totally. women. I don't. I don't think that. that, that I think that. Listen, y'all are smarter than men. 
Let's face it. <laughs> it's just, it's, there's so much proof out there. It's like, oh my God. You know, we are, we are, you know, yo-yos on the end of your string in romantic relationships. And I you're just going like that. this. I oh, wish oh. it was that. And I think I, that's it. I think that was a situation where Suki just decided as soon as she heard this, like she knew his lease was coming up. That's why she talked about the blue house across the street in the daytime. Well, you don't want to look out your window during the daytime, but right, right. kind of, she was messing with him. She was messing oh, with so his funny. head. I did not see that. Yes, I'm not totally did. sure I'm right. But I love when he says we should get married and she says, are you pregnant? That was my favorite line of the episode. My favorite line. I'm telling you. I got you, teary. That girl was I'm not going to lie. I got tears her. in my eyes. Anyway, I interrupted Danielle. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you, that that was it. That, that was it? The, the, the Suki and Jackson storyline really, I, I, I lived for it. That was what I wanted to happen. And it happened just the way I wanted to. So Riley, yeah, I, I got my eyes filled with tears. Did anyone else? No, I, I absolutely love this episode too. It gave all the oddities and the weird little visuals that Stars Hollow gives, like the whole Vanna White of baskets. Like, have you, did you see how white her teeth were? And she was just presenting the <laughs> oh, baskets. Yeah, like right. all the visuals that you want from Gilmore Girls was in this episode. <laughs> and I have to say, I agree with Scott on the Suki thing. I think she was trying, but I think she was playing dumb so that she could be the chill, cool girl. Like she didn't oh. want to seem like she wanted to move in with Jackson and be clingy. Like maybe she just wanted to play it down and be dumb about it so that she didn't seem like she really wanted to move in with Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Another, I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Yeah. I think that she has, she wants to trust her man enough to make that commitment. That's a big deal for her. You know, that's a huge deal for her. So I, I think she played it beautifully. And I think she just toyed with, I think Suki was just, this is how I'm going to play this. This is my guy. And if he doesn't come through, he doesn't come through and it's going to make me feel bad, but I'm going to stand my ground and I'm going to force the issue here. And here's the perfect situation now- where she can Weathering. get him. To I am too. I'm like I am starting now- to get a little more convinced. <laughs> me too. What is happening? But look at what, so what she says. She didn't notice how down he was when he walked away that first time. Remember, they were ta- yeah. outside the talking next to the gazebo, and then he he I walked know. away when she didn't get it. Huh. Mm-hmm. She she just didn't get it, and she gets things. She's in tune. She's especially wow. in tune with him, you know. And l- l- look at all the times that she. She got what was going on between right. Rory and Lorelai without having to be cute. I'm right? She's not 100% in tune. gone, but now she's in tune, man. Riley and, and, and she Scott. feels her loved ones. She feels them. She know, you know, she knew exactly what he was going through. She put him through it. She was hoping to get a result. I think she was surprised that she got the proposal, but very pleased. She played it beautifully. She played that guy like a fiddle. Wow. Yep. Okay, so before we get into the two most important things to me, which are Luke and Lorelai and Jess and Rory, uh, can we talk and- about Lane? I want to know what y'all thought of Lane's guy debacle <clears throat> and the really explosive fight with Mrs. Kim. Yeah, it was very explosive. That was very explosive. Um, gosh, uh, so much to unpack here. 
Uh, I didn't care for it. I didn't. You know why? You know what? It was too on the nose for me. It was because why? Okay. Logically for me, it didn't, it didn't skew because this kid's Korean. He's going to be a doctor. He's super smart. He's super polite. He's super cute. He's super, he's everything. Why wouldn't Lane tell her mother about him? There's nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. This is Henry Cho is the ticket to Lane's freedom Mm -hmm. (laughs) from the, 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 the chains that her mother has bound her in. Why wouldn't she use that to unlock herself? She likes the guy. I mean, they're, they really like each other mm-hmm. and she's sneaking around. It didn't make any sense to me. Use him. He's your Trump card. Go get yeah. out of prison. This is your yeah, get out of jail I, I, free card. Why are you hiding it? And, and he was a hundred percent right. So I, it just like logically for me, I just didn't understand. She's a smart girl. She's uh, Lane's supposed to be a smart girl, right? Yeah. Here's your freedom. That's all, that's that's all they ever talked about through the, through the, through the episode, through the series so far is how inappropriate everybody is. And, you know, she doesn't want a crazy American boy and it has to be Korean doctor. That's all my mother wants. Korean doctor, Korean doctor here. Well, here he is. What, what, what's the problem? Was she so afraid? Was she so afraid that her mother would reject even him? Because I don't know, maybe, maybe Mrs. Kim says, uh, you know, he's not, he wasn't born in Korea, so he's no good. He has to be born in, you know, is there another level of, of, of restrictions placed on Lane? I didn't understand it. It didn't, it didn't ring true for me. Sorry. Yeah. It's so painful. It's almost like Lane sabotaged herself because she should have, you're right. She did. Like she should have just told her mom and then she could be at the prom with this cute, great guy. The mom, once she finally tells Mrs. Kim, Mrs. Kim's like, hmm, I, and there's a lot there because I Mrs. Think Kim, I, that fight was brutal. And I Mrs. think Kim she's, I, maybe her. she was just so afraid of her mother Yeah, that she just didn't want to bring it up. She didn't want her mother to ruin yet another good situation for her. Right. You know, and her, you know, she, and her 16 year old heart is, has been broken too many times to trust that woman. Uh, and here's the perfect guy and my mom's going to find something wrong with him and she's going to yeah. rip it apart. And I, I can't take another. So maybe that. Maybe we have some progress too, because maybe this had that blow up for us to not just have this redundancy every episode. Maybe mm-hmm. there will be a change in their relationship because of that. I felt really bad for her, but the yeah. the logic part of it was like, Hmm. But maybe I'm just applying too much. Uh, no, I, I actually think you nailed it. I, I think it, I have no argument because I agree with you. But you have to liken her situation to somebody who's living in, you know, somewhat of a prison. So there's this fear, right, of your yeah. jailer. It's this, and right. and you don't want to provoke them, and you and you don't trust them, and it's so dysfunctional and so damaging. That I guess she got to the point where she's now she's making bad decisions with her life. So maybe that's the lesson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's heartbreaking that that's when he tells tragedy. her he asked someone else to the prom. Right. You're like, oh, ouch. Please. Yeah. That hurt. Mm-hmm. That hurt. Yeah. Wow. That hurt. I felt for her. I really felt good for her. scene with her, though. I like, oh, we, yeah. I felt like we had that was like some good meaty stuff for Lane oh, that we don't always get. Oh, God. Yeah. I forgot to mention how cute the kiss. 
I'm going back and I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this. That kiss between Suki and Jackson when he dips her. He dips her. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And uh, would that be directed or is that just them just in the moment nailing that kiss? I got a little jealous. It's all the romance you're not getting from Luke and Lorelai, and those two are providing it in spades. It was a wonderful arc. It really was. Very well structured. Well, I think Luke and Lorelai. That's why I, one of the reasons I love this episode, because it has two favorite couples making progress. Luke and Lorelai, Jess and Rory. Yeah. What did you think of the basket that she comes running to him? And I, I got to tell you, I... I watched that's the scene in the diner and then the scene at the picnic uh, between those two and uh, with Luke and Lorelai. And I just, you know, I miss working with her. I yeah. thought we were great together. <laughs> I thought that was just magic. I agree. I really thought it was funny. And I mean, how else? I don't know how I got away with being so, uh, I don't know, just. Just such a hard ass. Awesome. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so weird. I know I have to tell you this all the time, but like, I love Luke so much. I think like, that's one like, of the reasons because I really kind of dug that attitude. You don't see that. That attitude <laughs> is so misplaced in that show. It's like, what? What? Is, I mean, it's like, it's almost reaching Yannick levels of of sarcasm and 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 detachment True, but he's right so but with such a sweetness and like right even though he's gruff about it he always comes to her rescue right he always saves the day right and he's always so cool about it but which it was, is why he's never right gooey or ooey no. yeah he's right and and it's just i i just was surprised that all of the resistance like i'm not participating in this ridiculous thing taylor he, you know, it's like, it was funny. I really enjoyed watching it because I didn't expect yeah. it. I just didn't expect I, it. And I didn't expect how Luke was uh, at the picnic. And she started getting all moony with me a little bit. Well, it's, she defined what the whole exercise was, just get a right, task at the right. year of the annual thing. And, you know, he knew what he was saying to her. She was romancing him. She was telling him that she has a crush on him and that she's in love with him. She's basically saying that. That's how yeah, I, I mean, read it. So it was like this complete reversal. And it was not like episodes before. It's like my friend, my friend, and she's not. No, I mean, we're just friends and this kind of thing. But now suddenly during Tisket and Tasket, she, I think she, she kind of owned her feelings a little bit and opened up to him yes. in the gazebo. I agree. That's and what it made I'm him saying. uncomfortable. Had... Oh, I just think he handles it so well. He I does, think we but he was a little progress uncomfortable. with these two couples right. that are developing. Right. And I love it because like, look, those two guys weren't like trolls that were bidding on her basket. They weren't like so terrible that if she really wanted to like meet somebody, she could just trust Patty and try one of those dudes. But instead she goes running, running, running. Luke, Luke, you have to save me. You have to save me. Help me buy my basket. Right. And it's just like, yeah, because that's a dude you like, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was very charming. I thought she was very charming yes. in that scene. And I thought that so was, were you the whole thing. I just really, it was, it was my favorite, uh, so far, my favorite Luke and Lorelai scene, that gazebo <gasps> scene. I love that scene. I do too. I, I love hearing really that you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really enjoyed it. I really did. No Paris. Yay. <laughs> 
There was no there was no insanity in the episode. And and let's talk about that. She started out really cool and to you know really um this predator. She leaned in and she she quoted a Shakespeare sonnet and it was like, oh "Oh, wow. And now look at her. You know what I mean? So it starts out heavy (laughs) and then it becomes a cartoon. Anyway. So what does everybody think about the soon to be super couple? It's so obvious that Rory and Jess. Danielle, what do you think? Uh, I'm just so biased because I'm such a Milo fan. Like it's mm-hmm. actually embarrassing. So like, act like seeing him younger, I'm like, oh my god, yes, Rory, go, go, go. I like you watch him and you like kind of smirk. Like mm-hmm. you smirk with him, like oh, oh, he said that. Oh, he's doing that. Mm-hmm. I 100%. love it. I love it. And. I mean, I wasn't the biggest Dean fan from the beginning, so I'm with everybody like, go, go, get her, get her. Yeah, say that to Dean. Well, it's just it's just such a stark contrast between how relaxed Jess is and how cool and confident he is as opposed to uh, Dean. And it's just kind of hard. I mean, it's not hard to imagine why, you know, and that they gave us... What I love about this episode is they gave us that entire process from... Rory transitioning from from Dean to Milo. And it was gradual. <sighs> it 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 happened in one episode. It actually didn't have it happened over a bunch of episodes, but it really happened here. And yeah. it took a fight between mom and daughter for a whole week. They weren't talking to each other. Dean came to you. What? Uh, what you guys are talking about? What? My situation? What? I mean, there's nothing creepier than that for for a young girl to hear. I mean, that's like the death of that relationship is the fact that he went to her mommy. Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it was brilliant. And I I know I'm so repetitive because I've said this for so many weeks. But man, it took like like strength for them to not just shove Milo in our face right away because he was so brilliant. It's like everyone behind the scenes obviously knew this guy's brilliant. But that's why I kept saying like, God, they would just sprinkle him in one cool scene, one little line for weeks. We've been just going. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was episodes. There were episodes he wasn't even in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? He's like, he's in this in the show credits. Where is he? And it's because we had to wait uh, a little bit. Like yeah. we had to want it more. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, I don't know if uh, he might be the best character in that show in terms of how well they set him up i mean they are setting him up for a career i mean he's getting a career out of this because he's the the guy that comes in and just blows the lid off the place in a couple of scenes here and there by being a super cool guy i mean talk about just wow what a great i I agree what a great role i love how jess is so cool Mm -hmm. he's so smart with all the references that Rory gets, but he's also hilarious. He's like, oh, Dean, he's so tall. He's so tall and mad. <laughs> tall and mad. <laughs> but then we also see how much he loves Rory because he bites right into that gross bowl of, was that tuna fish? I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know did what you, that was. Did you see, pick up on when Rory was like, uh, Dean wouldn't have fallen for that. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Yeah. Right. Did someone say Dean's an idiot? Who said that? 
Or did I say Dean's an idiot? My notes I wrote, Dean's an idiot. Did you say Dean's an idiot? He's just a young kid and he's not able to... Listen, obviously, you know, when you're in your first uh, love triangle as a teen, you know, that's a, that's a rough one. How do you respond to that? You know, that's tough. I love that you bring up love triangle because that is sure what we've got going on. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. But I, you know, there ain't so much love anymore on one side of that triangle, and it's going on you know, transferred to the other side. You know, let's let's re- reverse the roles. Let's say you know, Milo got the Dean part, and and Jared got the the Jess part. Mm. How would that mm. play out? Can you see Milo is becoming unhinged, and the and the tall, handsome, <laughs> cool, collected Jess shows up in the form of Jared Padalecki? No, could it have no. worked if no. they if they reversed roles? Could it could it have worked? You still mm. would have rooted for for Milo as Dean. It I just think there's. I think Jared is Dean, which is great, but. Milo is Jess. Like, but how like, do I mean, you? Just the, how okay? So you get Jared Padalecki, which is a home run. He's seventeen. He's tall, tall drink of water. He's got the perfect model face. You know what I mean? It's like girls all over the country are gonna fall in love with this guy. It's a CW. It's their demo. How are you gonna do better than that? How are you gonna do better than that? And then you know you get that gig, and you're Dean, and you're feeling all good about yourself, and then all of a sudden, ba boom, a Milo comes along, yeah. and blows you out of the water. Who nobody but saw that. But I think that's coming. the best part because Dean is so tall, and he is no. so handsome, mm-hmm. and a tall drink of water, and you never expect him to go unhinged, right? But Milo is a little more scrappy and a little right. more like mysterious right. and cool, and and. Just the ju- juxtaposition of the two of them, you will always go for Milo yeah. because he's not the obvious choice. Well, I don't know. Wait a minute. But now we have an example from the very first episode, I think from the pilot. When we, when mm-hmm. did we meet Dean? In the hallway. Yeah. She's been yeah, over, she drops a book. She drops a book and there's super cool Dean, mysterious guy, handsome guy, tall drink of water, making a comment, being super cool, being super noncommittal, throwing away his lines, whatever, you know, he was, mm. he was Jess in the beginning. Yes, he was. You're right. That, and he even made a reference to literature, I think. Right. You're yes, right. Absolutely. But- he was capable of, of communicating with her on that level. So he was, wow. Right. He had that wow factor coming in and now look at That's him. fair. He's groveling yeah. to mommy. Whoa. That's... That is fair, but man, do I sure love Jess. What the, I, it's because what Milo's that character. What the body they did language. To that character in the writer's room. They, they <laughs> wrecked him. They wrecked him. Right. Obviously, they know how to write cool. They know how to write to make people cool. And now they're just writing to make Milo cool. Yeah. Did Rory's confidence break down Dean's confidence over mm. time? Ooh. I think, you know what? I think you're right. I think that's a very salient mm-hmm. point. I think that her, I think what Rory brings to the table is a backbone and she brings her mother's backbone, which means she is bringing Emily's backbone. These are people mm. that don't back down. Yeah. And that is a very strong, grounded Rory. She's, she's not a flighty wacko, you know, she's a, a right. grounded, serious student. She's going to the Ivy League. She's, you know, academically gifted. Um, 
and a cerebral kid, and she's even more psychologically orientated than most people her age mm -hmm. and understands, you know, all of these subtleties, uh, psychologically speaking, that, only, you know, that, a, that an adult would understand. She's 16. So she's grown up pretty quickly. So I agree with you there. I think yeah. I always thought that there was an imbalance. She was far more mature, too sophisticated and, and, and too mature for Dean. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. 
You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, speaking of what you're saying, how about reverse psychology is the reason that Lorelai sort of okays Jess and Rory because Emily is so first Lorelai's like, no, 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 no. This is not happening. That guy's not, that's a guy's not good. Stick with Dean. Then Emily's like, you're right, Lorelai. You need to forbid her, blah, blah. And all of a sudden Lorelai's like, has mm-hmm. this, oh my God, this is my life. So she goes to Rory and says, I trust you. Like, mm-hmm. if you like this kid, you do you. I trust you. So like you're saying, it is all this psychological stuff and the issues run deep. Hence highlighting now, the uniqueness of that relationship between mother and daughter makes it so special that the, her, that Lorelai is mature enough and knows her yeah. daughter enough and trusts her enough. Um, you know, yeah, she had a weak moment with, with, with Jess because she had a very bad encounter initially with, with Jess, and I don't blame her. I mean, that lack of... Uh, um, Empathy and the lack of, uh, you know, social engagement skills on Jess is alarming to a parent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. wouldn't want that around your kid, you know. So I, I completely understand her, you know, uh, making that misstep, according to uh, Rory. Uh, but that really did display the uniqueness of the relationship and how mature uh, Rory was and how she earned that trust. And mom, yeah. you're going off the rails here. What's wrong with you? You don't, you have to trust me because I'm your daughter because you raised me to be this way, independent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, least, and I like all how that played out. I do too. It was, it was kind of funny. I, first, I thought that's a little mean to Emily, but you know, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> the all, worst. All, I'm out. Right. <laughs> and the last couple of lines of that scene <laughs> when they're leaving Richard's study is, uh, uh, yeah, mom, mom agreed with me hundred percent. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So then what do you think? I mean, for me, this was the ultimate, mm-hmm. brilliant, ultimate mm-hmm. last scene when Rory goes home, goes into the bedroom, calls, and we're like, who's she calling? Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. There's Jess yeah. holding the bracelet, reading the book. And they have this moment where you're like, wow, this, these two genuinely totally like each other. Let me tell you something. The Vegas, the Vegas odds on her calling Dean were, were <laughs> not, didn't exist. I mean, it was a billion to one. I mean, if you were, if you were putting money down on Jess, you did very well on that one. Cause you knew she was calling Jess. You know. And did everybody love it like I did? Oh, I mean, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved every second of it. I liked their conversation and he was it's the first time i've seen him really light up because he Mm -hmm. wasn't with her so he could glow a little bit 
and he yeah. was excited. He was so turned on and he was so happy. Yeah. And I've never seen him like that. And that was the first yeah. time. And he's like, and when he said, I'm going to hold mm -hmm. you to that, there was so much hope and longing and love in that statement. I'm going to yeah. hold you to that. And because he knew he had her now, or he had, at least he had a chance, you know, yeah. he was, he was going to get a second chance. So that's exciting for a young guy to feel. That's exciting for anybody to feel in, you know, when, when you don't have to pine any longer for the, your beloved. And, and it's just a very that's nice Yeah, that's so well said. That's probably yeah. why we love the scene so much. Because yeah. you're like, so universal. You've got all this, I hope, I hope. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. We've all experienced that. And the crushing defeat when it's not reciprocated, right? When it's mm. unrequited and it's just like, oh, God, okay. So I have a debate topic for everybody. Please. Okay, good. Should Rory have gone and eaten lunch with Jess? No. That just automatically proves she ain't into Dean that much. He was right. And he was justifiably disturbed by that. There is not a chance. I mean, seeing how naked, how obvious, how naked Jess aggression was to get that. See, that's the primordial thing. And guys love it and girls love it. And when you make a move, even it can be incredibly uh, embarrassing and inappropriate and too public and how dare you and you deserve to get your ass kicked for doing something like that. If that happens to a guy, they secretly like it. They like being desired. People like being desired. Mm -hmm. They just do. And if it's so direct and forceful in that way, you know, that's intriguing. It is. It just is. It's human nature. So Jess is a sharp cookie. You know, he understands mm -hmm. human nature maybe a little better than Dean. Because poor Dean. Yeah, I'm glad she went, but you're right. Like, it was kind of like a rough move. That, like, it, ooh, like, like, like ooh, a, a really girl. solid girlfriend ain't going on that thing. Right. And she's, she's like, saying, it's tradition. It's, it's tradition. It's the, it's the rule. No, it's like, no, no, no. It doesn't violate girlfriend, guy, guy, girlfriend, boyfriend rules. Sorry. That's a stronger right. bond than Jackson's somebody. Jackson's writing a check. Jackson's writing a check to get that basket back from Kirk. Yes, exactly. That's what you do. You write a check and say, move along now. Bye-bye. <laughs> At that point, did uh, did he go to the mother yet? No, that was pre- No, she goes, that was pre, she decides yeah. she's going to go to the lunch. And then while they're on the bridge- but. Right. Dean but if I'm Rory, I'm, I'm looking at Dean going, dude, figure something out that's a lot cooler to get rid of him instead of like, you know, yelling at me about it. You know what I mean? It's like, be cool. Like, do something slick. Do something like that'll. Right. And just been like, enjoy your gross tuna. Either dude. that and walk away. Right. Yeah. And put that yeah. lump in her stocking or, right. or just say, hey, guy, uh, I tell you what. Uh, I'll give you 200 bucks. I'll, I'll right. give you 500 bucks. And right. then if you guys still want to go out, I'll drive you and be your <laughs> chauffeur. How's that? But today I'm going to be with my girl. Bye-bye. Right. The move would have been. It would have been something. Either like that, that yeah. or he just goes, all right, you do you, Rory, go with this guy. I mean, he Bye. clearly doesn't have $500. Yeah. There were ways Dean could have played it. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I love the whole episode. To me, it's just like the best, perfect episode. Yeah, but Jared, you know, Jared did okay with his career, didn't he? He did okay. He did Just fine. He, he did, he did, <laughs> yeah. Nice little launching pad for him, right? I so, mean, I think they did 15 seasons on Supernatural. Can you oh imagine doing 15 seasons of a show? You think Gilmore Girls fans are serious. Those Supernatural fans. Yeah. Plus conventions. Those guys did conventions. Oh. They had a company representing them just to do Supernatural conventions. Jeez. I mean, they were massive, Studs. major events. Studs. Yeah. I love both those boys, Jared and Jensen. Oh, yeah. Wait, I kind of have an exciting announcement because oh. we're running out of time. Yeah. So we will do a special episode this week. Come on. Starring starring Riley. Come on. That is just pop culture. Because there's what? so much pop culture in this. We don't want to like squish it here in the last two seconds. So that's it. No, everybody's out. It's just her. No, we'll be here. Oh, we'll be but here. It'll be her, it'll be her shining moment. Oh, You'll be nice. here. We'll all be here. Yes. But we'll just let her really shine. Yeah, I don't say anything anymore. During pop culture, I shut up. I do. I do. I, I stopped I'm interrupting. Honored. But I see your I'm reviews, so everybody. I see your reviews telling me to pipe down <laughs> and to shut up and to not to let Riley. So I'm gonna take I we read those reviews and we take them to heart. So mm. we're gonna give Riley her own pop culture episode this week. Thank you all so much. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> I'd like to thank my fans. You know, I'm not perfect, but everybody's here to help. So thank you. Uh, no, no, I'm perfect, but improving. Should we throw our favorite lines in, though, before we go? Let's do it. God. Sold. The nice young hubbub in the back. Yeah, you like that one, huh? Danielle, that what's your favorite and line? Then... Are you pregnant? That's my favorite. <laughs> He's so tall and mad. Uh... Mine's from Jess. I, he says, I'm sorry about that. You want to push me in the lake? It's cathartic, I hear. Very nice wraparound <laughs> for being too. pushed in. I don't know. Give me a favorite. There were so many, I don't even remember. Oh, what about when some when Rory's saying to Dean, it's a waste of energy. Like, stop fighting with, you know, stop stop fighting with Jess. It's a waste of energy. And he goes, I'll have a power bar. Like, I'm going to keep at this guy. I'll just have a power bar. Uh, I think my favorite line was the, uh, the, the little, you know, when they were leaving Richard's study and my mom said she agreed mm. with me 100%. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You okay? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was for me the biggest laugh. This um, episode is a ten out of ten. Riley, yeah, I I got it. it's a big thumbs up for me. <laughs> uh, had that real Gilmore feelings community, all the characters win it, but a wonderful episode. Just a wonderful episode all the way around. Performances were a plus all the way around. Uh, it, it just for me it had the spirit and the lightness and the communal aspect of what, what Gilmore Girls has to offer. Uh, and I think the more the town participates and it, it becomes that communal thing, the better that show is. Because um, it's in the town yeah. and everybody's involved. Uh, I wanted to see Miss Patty. I mean, I'm sorry. I wanted to, and Miss Patty was great in this. And Liz, Liz Torres was great in this. Yeah. Um, she had some great lines too. She, I know, but you can't, you can't handle it on your own, dear. <laughs> it's like, she's yeah. such a disaster and poor. Yeah. I say props to Kirk in this episode too. Oh, he hysterical. had some great stuff. Hysterical and scene. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Absolutely. But there was no Babette. No, no Babette. Oh, we can you that. imagine Babette? Where was Babette? She was probably working. She's, she's busy. She was with Maury. Sally. <laughs> she was with Maury. All right, guys. So, so we're gonna do. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah. So special. stay tuned because we're gonna do a separate episode with starring 
Riley Pelusis <laughs> as the pop culture maven of the new millennia. Okay? So here we go. All right. Amy, are we gonna produce our show on we're gonna Yeah, definitely. We're gonna we're gonna Definitely. Or am I getting kicked to the curb? It's like, eh, you have nothing to do with it. <laughs> yes. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap up a Tisket to Tasket. Wonderful episode. Uh, what number was this? 13, 12? What was it? Season two's episode? 13. 13. Boy, we're motoring through. We're more than halfway through season two. Boy, time flies when you're having fun. Um, <laughs> it really does. It really, really does. All right. Anyway, see you guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for downloading, everybody. Best fans on the planet. Uh, we are having a lot of fun bringing these to you. We're so glad that you are enjoying them. Please keep emailing, gi giving your feedback, pro and con. It's very helpful for us, very constructive. We appreciate all of it. Anyway, all the best. Stay safe. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. 
I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.